and welcome to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Very special week here. This is part two of our interview with the one and only Harris Rosen. This week, we detail the things that make him happy in life, the charities he gives back to, and the medical system that he uses to keep his employees right where they are. Here it is, part two of our interview with Harris Rosen. So well, we've talked, Harris, a lot about like the, the tough part of the pandemic. Now, as you said, we're not out of it, but we're, we're moving in the right direction here. One yes. thing that's gotten a lot of conversation, we, we just heard the governor address it last week, uh, cutting federal unemployment benefits. I'm curious, are you guys having a hard time hiring back that workforce? And if you are, what do you think the reasons are for that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the answer is we're doing well. Our folks are anxious to come back. Not all of them, but many of them. And so I was on the phone with one of our long-term associates. And I said, why is it that we seem to be having a less difficult time than some of our colleagues in bringing our folks back. Now, I must confess that I spoke with her before this interview to ask her if it was okay, without mentioning her name, if I shared her comments. I said, of course. So I said, why? And she said, because of you. And I said, why because of me? And she said, because of the wonderful things you do for us. She mentioned the healthcare plan, which is now gaining tremendous recognition I mean, it, it is a wonderful, 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 wonderful plan. It's difficult for us to understand why others haven't replicated the program. It's not complicated. But they haven't. If you're an hourly associate and you work for me, you pay about $850 a year for health care. Wow. No deductible whatsoever. No payments whatsoever. If you're in the hospital, the most you will pay, no matter what the procedure, $750. Two visits. After that, nothing. So this is interesting. Several years ago, we had a little baby, preemie, born, weighed a little bit more than two pounds in the hospital for a long time. Baby's doing fine now, several years old. The bill, $1,041,000. What did mom and dad pay? $750. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. So if you work for me and you are, and you have a prescription and we want our associates to feel comfortable picking up that prescription, you go to Walmart, ask for your prescription, show your little Rosen card and it's free. Oh. Over I, 90, I, over 90% of all prescriptions for our associates are free. So when I was talking to this lady who's been with us for a long time, it's things like that, she said, that means so much. Now I'm going to say something that nobody will believe. In order to help keep our healthcare costs where they are, every year, in order to make sure that things haven't changed for our associates, I write a check. The check ranges from 10 to $12 million a year. And so when people ask us, why are you different? What is it that makes you different? No, I'm, I'm not intending to suggest that people that don't do what I do are mean-spirited or, or not wonderful employers. We do this because we believe it's the right thing to do. So, oh boy, you got me on. No, this. oh my gosh. Oh, that was good. So, that was excellent, uh, Mr. Rosen. And the thing that, you know, we're talking about people, we've done stories recently where some, some companies and some restaurants and some hotels are saying they can't get people to come in. And we did a story the other day. This one woman said she they fired a guy offered to bring him back for a higher pay, yet he did not come back. And my first question was, what is it about you that you can't, not you, Mr. Rosen, but that particular company, that that person did not want to come back even at a higher rate and that you had to still, you know, you're still not able to find anyone. And it's the person who's in charge and you're the person in charge why wouldn't people come back to you after hearing that? I mean, that's incredible what you do. So, I mean, it, it does separate us from the rest of my colleagues. I, I, I don't mean for a millisecond to suggest that they're mean-spirited no. or, or not no. doing wonderful things for their associates, but I don't have a board of directors. I don't have shareholders. I don't have anybody who I report to. And let me tell you a funny story. So my office, where I am now, I've had for about 47 years. I lived in what is now my office for 16 years. And it's not a very glamorous office. It is uh, three rooms in a two-story motel. And I've been here for 47 years, either living here or working here. So I'm from New York City. I knew of 
Donald Trump growing up. My dad would point to all of the apartments he and his dad owned. And so I now refer to this office as Trump Tower Annex. <laughs> do you? Uh, I, I do believe that as Donald walked up the two flights of stairs in a two-story motel to go to his office, he might get sick. <laughs> anyway, I don't oh mean to digress. Gosh. You sound you have you sound more like uh, the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, than, than Donald yeah. Trump, because he still lives in his original house that he bought millennia so, ago. Let me let me tell you a funny story. So I didn't get married until I was in my fifties, and proposed to Trish, and she accepted, and she asked me several days later, and where will we live? I said, oh, sweetie, right here, where I'm living now. She said, whoa, 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 whoa. in the hotel? I said, yeah. She said, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. I ain't doing it. To this day, I don't understand why, but every female I talk to responds the same way. <laughs> Live where you work? Never happened. So anyway. Just a crazy story. I'm glad it worked out. And I think it's always good to marry a woman named Trish. I happen to do the exact same thing. Um, so I want to ask you, we're running low on time. I don't want to, I know oh, you're sorry. I'm man. so sorry. No, no, no. I've enjoyed every moment of it. Don't you apologize. I could keep you all day, but I know you're a busy man. And I want to, I, I don't want to let you leave without talking about Tangelo Park because I feel like it's so important not just for what you've uh, done, but, but why aren't other people doing this? I've read this story a uh, hundred times. You provide free preschool for two, right. three, and four-year-olds. You told right. this neighborhood, Tangelo Pork, that you would pay for college, not just the tuition. We're talking room and everything. board and everything, everything else. And these and kids, their lives are changed forever, and their community is so much better for it. And there's so many huge corporations who come in and big foot a community and won't give a dime to that neighborhood, but they'll take their money on the stuff that they buy out of the stores, but won't invest anything in that community. How in the world is every organization not doing what you're doing? Uh, that's the question. Um, we've been doing it for 30 years. Of course, we've got Tangela and Paramore. Okay. The change, the changes in both neighborhoods is absolutely incredible. High school graduation rates from about 45, 50% to 100%. College graduation rates in four years, 78%. Of course, we offer not only college, 40-year college, but we offer community college and we offer trade school. Every penny paid for. Crime in the neighborhood, Tangelo Park now, down about 80%. In fact, the mayor of Orange County, who once was sh sheriff, he met me about three or four years ago while he was still sheriff. And he said, Harris, can I mention something to you? And I said, yes, sir. He said, we're very aware of Tangelo and all of the challenges that confronted us on a regular basis. And now, we refer to Tangelo Park as a quiet oasis. Mm. <laughs> Almost brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. And so now Tangelo and Paramore. Now the question is, 
why hasn't anyone else replicated it? We've spoken to some of the largest um, funds, philanthropic funds in America. We've spoken to some very wealthy individuals. We've spoken to some professional teams. No one has replicated the program. I'm going to share something with you. Within the next 30 days, we will make an announcement that another company has agreed to adopt another community, underserved community here in Central Florida. That will be the first. Following them is a group from Fort Wayne, Indiana. They're flying in their board of directors and some of their shareholders. Two flights, 11 at each flight, private jet, to take a look at Tangelo and Paramore. Yeah. If they like what they see, and I'm sure they will, they will also adopt a community in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So baby steps. And, and when I read about these wealthy guys, multi-billionaires, doing all sorts of things, but not seeming to care about our underserved communities, I don't understand, because they would benefit tremendously. Look, if you send someone to high school and they graduate, they will earn over a lifetime a half million dollars more. If they go on and graduate from community college or college or trade school, they will add another 500,000 to another million dollars. So if I'm a business, I'm investing in me by doing this. Now we did have a, a professor, um, do an analysis for us of what the return on investment would be for an investment in an underserved community. The ROI. He calculated the return on investment for an investment in an underserved community would be seven to one. So if wow. we invest a million dollars, society returns seven. If you invest a billion, society receives seven. So all of these wealthy folks who can do what I've done in spades will be the beneficiaries. And that's why it's so difficult for me to understand why they're not doing it. But maybe now, maybe now, and you'll hear about that the two possible adoptions very soon. We want to be there with cameras when they come <laughs> in and do it. Well, we will, with that right, you'll hear about the announcement when it'll be made. Um, the Orange County School Board will make that announcement if everything goes the way we hope it will. And it'll, it'll, it'll be newsworthy, no doubt about it. Oh, no doubt. Mr. Rosen, I just want to say as a Brown person that I so appreciate what you have done for those communities. You have effectively broken a cycle of poverty and crime to a certain degree 
and forever elevating and changing the trajectory of those kids' lives and their communities, making it a better place. Because sometimes all they need, people don't always want a handout, but sometimes they need a hand. And when they look at someone who's brown, they always think, oh, you just have your hand out and you just want to take and take and take. When the reality is, and you've shown it, that when you give us a chance, that we will give oh. right back. Oh my God. It, 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 I, I will tell you the highlight of my year, every year is one day. Now it's two days, mm. Parabar and Tangela Park. I go to the preschool graduation. <laughs> I move the tassel from one side to the other. Awesome. I hand them their diploma. I love it more than anything. That is the, the day I look forward to at Tangelo wow. and at Paramore. Oh, man. Wow. Now, at the end, I always say a few words. I am inclined to babble. And I say, moms and dads and grandparents, get used to this. This is preschool. You've got kindergarten. You've got elementary school, you've got middle school, you've got high school, you've got college, you've got graduate school. Get used to graduations. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. What a legacy. What a legacy uh, you are leaving um, on this earth, Harris Rosen. And we look forward to witnessing much more of that. We appreciate you being uh, so kind with your time for us. I, I've learned a lot. Uh, not this only has been one of my favorites. Yeah, one of my favorites, and, and also I'm a fellow Virgo, and I appreciate you. Oh, I, what, what, what birthday? September first. September first. September ninth. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an emo I'm an, a, a but, feeling emotional person, and I see it, and you but, and but, I, but, I so. There, there, there is a Yiddish word for the two of us, because we're strange. Virgos are strange. <laughs> The word, the word is Meshugana. You look it up, Meshugana. Talk to one of your Jewish friends, call a rabbi, say, Rabbi, what does Meshugana mean? He will laugh and then tell you. <laughs> well, you and I are Meshugana. Well, I can tell you, Ginger definitely is strange, for sure. We can all, we can all agree on that. Well, Harris, wonderful. We're almost out of time. The Zoom's oh about to kick gosh. me off. Thank you I, so I'm sorry, much. I just babbled back. You did not. I, I loved every second of this interview. I appreciate your time, sir. And thank you so much for all the good you're doing in our community. We thank truly you. appreciate it. God bless you both. Yeah, God bless you too. Thank you.